Hey friend, Graham Baldwin here with The Speaker Lab. Hey, wouldn't it be nice if someone gave you the exact process to find and book more speaking gigs in 2024? That'd be nice, right? Well, I'll tell you what, we're just gonna do that for you. We've created a new 18-page guide based on Dan Irvin's process that helped him actually book over $100,000 in speaking gigs in the past year. Now, Dan is one of our uh, team members here. He's this, a very successful speaker and also one of our coaches. And so you're gonna learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, proposal emails, and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps. Again, that's plural, thespeakerlab.com slash steps. We're going to send you that PDF guide right to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps. That's it. That's all you got to do. Go there. Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. You're awesome. Hey, what's up, friends? Grant Baldwin here. So good to have you here with us for another awesome episode of the Speaker Lab podcast. Now, one of the best parts of TSL is working with our students. Like day in, day out, we've literally helped thousands of students to build and grow their speaking business and to share their message with the world. And I am thrilled that you have the opportunity to hear from some of them during our monthly student highlight series. Because one of the things you're going to find is their stories are going to offer really insight and, and hope no matter where you are in your speaking career. We're going to talk about exactly what they've done, how they've built their business and some of the results that they're seeing. And so for this series, we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to hand the mic to one of our coaches who are in the trenches every single day, helping our students to gain the confidence, the clarity, and that clear path that they need to their very own speaking success. I know you're going to love hearing from and learning from these students. So uh, let's get right into it. Enjoy. Awesome. Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. My name is Mary Alice Goldsmith. I am the Director of Student Success here at the Speaker Lab, and I am honored and privileged to be able to share our students with you. We are taking over the Speaker Lab podcast, and I promise you are going to thoroughly enjoy learning from our students, their experiences, and also being inspired by their perseverance and their success. Today, we have Michelle and Nora on who joined the Speaker Lab, our Booked and Paid to Speak Elite Plus program back in January of 2021. And let me just say, let me just give you a sneak peek preview. Michelle's one of our rock star students because, you know, we have this framework and Michelle did her due diligence and she followed the framework work by design. But not only that, she showed up over and over and over again, even when it was hard. So yes, I do have a special place in my heart for Michelle because, you know, when you have a student who shows up, you got to love them, right? So Michelle, I'm so excited to be here with you today. Welcome to the Speaker Lab podcast. How are you? Thank you for having me, Mary Alice. I'm well. I'm super excited to be here with you. Um, I know it's been, it's, been a, it's been a minute since we talked, but we've both been so busy. So I'm, I'm really yeah. excited. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. And I think the best place to start, because I'm sure there's a lot of students out there listening, uh, or potential students, I should say, listening to the podcast and saying, oh, one day, one day I want to do that. Like one day I could think of myself being a speaker. And I love the story that you shared with me uh, a while back when you talked about that for yourself, where like you got the book, you were listening to the podcast, you were trying to do all the things. Yeah. And then finally you were like, oh. I got to take this leap of faith. So share that story with us because it's so inspiring. Sure. So, um, yeah, so I, I found out about Grant Baldwin um, and his book uh, right in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> Great time, right? <laughs> Perfect. 
So um, I, I still remember I was up in uh, Lake Arrowhead and, you know, felt like the world was kind of melting, but not, not everyone knew what was going to happen. And I just remember stumbling upon his book and I picked it up. I started to read it and I immediately knew this guy knows his stuff. Like he, mm-hmm. he doesn't just talk about speaking because I've read other books about speaking before and I'd read about Toastmasters and it, it all felt super vague, but mm-hmm. With Grant's book and the way that he spoke about it, I could tell he'd been in the trenches. Um, and I also knew I could tell that he he knew where I was coming from as the reader. I I remember reading his book and just having no idea how to start speaking professionally, how to get actual gigs, how to it just felt like it was some nebulous idea in the ether mm. that yeah, <laughs> I didn't really yeah. know how pe- I knew that people did it, but I didn't know how. Um, yeah. And so I started, uh, I was reading his book and I, I was really enjoying it. Um, and I didn't realize at the time that he had a program. I was just reading the book thinking, wow, this guy really knows his stuff. And I remember uh, at the time I, I own a coaching business. And so I was uh, kind of preoccupied with that as well with the pandemic and everything like that. So uh, fast forward to October of uh, 2020, and again, somebody came up to me and said, you really should do public speaking. And I'm like, if I hear someone say that one more time. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, at that point, and I, and I had a grants book in the back of my mind. And, uh, but I, again, I, for some reason, I just didn't register that he had a full program uh, to help people become speakers. So I go on Google and I'm looking at um, speaking agents or or booking agents or something along those lines. And uh, his website came up just in the the, uh, organic search. And I find out about the program. I find out about BPS and the elite program. And as soon as I read it, I was like, this is for me, that this, this is what I need. Uh, And, you know, I, I, I believe personally that timing is everything. And so I know that I read that for such a time as then. And mm. I, uh, I applied for, for it. I spoke with um, Ron and he, he was, the whole process was just so smooth and natural. And I immediately knew that I, that this was an organization that I could trust. Um, I knew that you guys weren't in it for the money that it really was about setting up your students for success. And, uh, it took me a little bit to, to pull the investment together for it. But in January, I, I pulled the trigger. I was like, I'm ready to go. And, Mm. uh, and, and like you said earlier, I was, I was in it to win it. So (laughs) I kind of went like full, full bore with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that story because, uh, it really showed that you, you did, you really investigated, you've, you had that emotional connection, which I think is really important when you're hiring a coach or um, investing into a program. Like you have to have not only the financial investment, but the emotional investment, yes. right? That's kind of like the, the power charge behind it to keep going. And those two just had that synchronicity and you were, you were all in. Um, and, and not just like, I love watching you on the group calls too, like how collaborative you are and supportive of your, your fellow speaking peers. Like really, it was, it was really nice to see, which it doesn't surprise me why you love the speaker lab 
because we're also authentic about helping people. So that, yeah. that's a great connection. Um, you also said something that I think is so important. And I think we as humans spend so much time in this toil and struggle of how, 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 right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes like really honoring the why yes. is really what's going to get you to the how, right? Mm-hmm. And we do it in reverse order. So why, why did you want to become a speaker so bad? Excellent question. So, um, and, and actually the speaker lab was, was, did a wonderful job on helping me hone in on my why, because, mm. you know, you go into the program and you think, Oh, I know what my why is. And you guys really make us do some deep work <laughs> to, to get that figured out. Uh, yeah. but my why was that I wanted to, um, impact people with the message that I had. And my particular message was prophetic listening and uh, prophetic listening is essentially a program and a process that I developed to help people hear God's voice more clearly so that they could live a radically blessed life. Now, uh, and for me, I wanted to get that message out there. And I also happen to love speaking. I I happen to be one of the few people, not few, because I know there's quite a bit (laughs) out there (laughs) through through this, this program, but I happen to love public speaking. And it's funny because that's one of the top uh, fears that people have. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember talking to my mom about it and she goes, well, Michelle, that's a gifting then, because if you really actually love the thing that most people fear, God mm-hmm. has put that in you to, to do something with it. So I wanted to find a career and a way that there was an intersection between what I love to do um, and also making an impact in other people's lives through uh, prophetic listening. So that was my why. I, I wasn't really in it so much for um, the money, although that is there and that that's an important uh, factor to it. But it was more because I have a passion for getting um, my message out there and for speaking to people who are willing and ready to hear it. Mm, yeah, that's so great because there there's a service aspect to that, right? It's like, Yes. taking this knowledge, taking this, the work that you've done to put into this, this method, um, and then sharing it with the world is, is really, uh, that comes from a place of service, right? Absolutely. So yeah. that's awesome. Um, so who is your ideal audience? Who, who, who's like, if people are listening to you right now and they're like, Oh, look, I wonder what that is. Why should they be sitting in those seats listening to you? Who are they? You know, um, my ideal audience uh, are believers, um, Christians who want to live a radically blessed life and who recognize that God speaks to them. They may not know exactly how he speaks to mm-hmm. them, how they can hear him, um, but they have a desire and a yearning to connect with him on a deeper level. And they're open to listening to him uh, in a way that is really vibrant and rich and organic. So that is my ideal audience. Uh, and I know that, and I will say this. In the program, you guys spend a great deal amount of time helping us uh, hone in on our ideal audience because, uh, as everyone knows, you can't say, "Oh, it's for everyone." <laughs> that is the mm-hmm. worst thing <laughs> that oh, you can see, say. She's such a good student. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so I I really appreciated that segment of the program because it helped me refine. Okay what am I actually really going to speak about and who am I going for? And it actually ended up helping me in my business because the people that I uh, want to speak to are the same people who I want 
to, to invest in the coaching agency that I run. So um, that helped me tremendously on both ends to figure out who am I actually wanting to reach out to so that I'm not expending and wasting energy on the wrong, on the wrong crowd. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So important. Um, Talk to me more about radically blessed life or maybe, maybe even for our audience, like give us an idea or an example. You don't have to give away the whole farm, but give us an example of how you help people who have this desire. I think, well, maybe not everybody, but I know I want to live a radically blessed life. So so give me an example of how you help people get to that place. Well, you know, uh, a huge part of it is defining what is a radically blessed life because different people have different definitions. So, um, and just full disclosure, I'm a Christian. And so, uh, my worldview is different than someone who is not a believer, but, um, rather than the traditional perspective of, or the, the worldly perspective of, um, riches and fame and, you know, an Instagram star, whatever. <laughs> uh, for me, a radically blessed life is a life where you are, you're smack dab in the middle of God's will for your life. You're doing exactly mm. what you are created to do. You know, exactly who you are and who you're meant to be. And you have a peace that surrounds your life and surrounds you as you walk through your day to day. And to me, the, the, formula, if you will, for that is to connect with God, listen to him, be obedient to what he is instructing you to do. And then following through knowing that he will be faithful to show you those results and to radically bless your life. So Mm. that is the radically blessed life in a nutshell and being in his presence and and having a connection with God, with your creator is a blessing in and of itself. But there's so much fruit that comes from that, that people don't fully explore or know because let's face it. We're all really busy. We live in a day and age where it, sometimes it's hard to stop and be still and just receive from, from your maker. So um, mm-hmm. that's it in a nutshell. I hope, I hope that was, <laughs> I hope that answered yeah, that no, I mean, there's no perfect answer, but that was an excellent answer for sure, because it also goes back to that staying out of the how and getting back into your why, right? Yes. Because if you are a believer and he is your higher power, like that's where you go for your answers, right? Exactly. And I think this is a great lesson for anyone out there that wants to do anything, whether it's speak, write a book, be an Instagram influencer, whatever it is, yeah. right? Really get out of that, that obsessiveness of how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? How, 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 because it actually disconnects you from the, the connection of, of why, you know? So I, I love, I love how you bring that together. It's really it's beautiful. So when did you um, realize that speaking was something that you really felt called to do? You know, I actually have an interesting story about that. I was 21, yeah, 21 years old. I was still um, a student at college, Biola University, go Eagles. (laughs) (laughs) Shameless uh, plug. I know, right? (laughs) And uh, I was working at an internship um, with um, the Walt Disney Company. And my internship um, was happening at the same time that I was taking 18 units in college. And I was completely overwhelmed yeah. and uh, I hadn't had a single full day off 
in several weeks. And that was my fault. I, I just, the way that I'd set it up, I thought I could be superwoman and it wasn't working. So I ended up, um, one day in the middle of the morning, I just, I called out of work. I got in my 1996 Nissan Maxima and I drove up to Pasadena and I came across a monastery and I knocked on the door and I said, will you please let me stay here for a couple of days? I feel like I'm going crazy. And wow. yeah, talk, talk about an adventure. And, uh, they, they, they did the Christian thing and let me stay. <laughs> so great. I stayed there for a couple of days and just rested and rejuvenated and reconnected with God. And it was actually in the middle of that time that I kept asking the Lord, God, what do you want me to do? What is my purpose? What, is, why am I here? Why did you create me talking about the why again? And mm. he made it very, he, it was crazy. And like in the silence of that monastery, all of a sudden I heard you are to speak, you are to be a speaker. And then he reminded me actually of what my last name meant. And I don't think about it too often. My last name is Onora which is a Nigerian name, specifically the Igbo tribe. And the name Onora means one who speaks for the masses. Wow. And so he told me that at 21. And again, of course, my mind went to, well, first of all, it went to, yay, this is great. And then it went to the how, how does that going <laughs> to happen? How's this going to work? Of course, of course. So fast forward nine years <laughs> wow. and I come across the, the speaker lab. That is amazing. That is, and it's such a great example of stay out of the business of how and just stay mm -hmm. in that why. There, there's something that opens up in the brain of like the creative genius or or your flow, if you want to call it yes. that, whatever you want to call it. But it's it's when you when you stay in the 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 why of what you're doing, mm -hmm. it, it really does fire you up. That's an incredible, incredible story. And so I hope whoever's listening is like paying attention to like this theme of this podcast is like, get out of the house, stay in the wild. Absolutely. Why do you want to do this? And, and just yeah. to add to your point, I mean, um, I want to say a year or two after he told me that, uh, I, I kept coming at him with the, the how, the how, the how, the how. And finally he said, are you going to trust me to lead you? to the actual steps of this, or are you going to continue to badger me about the how, because if mm. you keep badgering me, me about the how it's just going to take longer to get to it. Mm. And once I surrendered, I, once I surrendered it and I really said, okay, if this is something that you really call me to do, and I'm meant to do, well, just know that I'm willing and I'm here and I'm going to trust you as you unfold the process before me. It literally is like, I remember that Martin Luther King Jr. quote, um, take the first step of faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take yes. the first step. Love so that. yeah, it's just been that journey of taking each step at a time. And, you know, the, the speaker lab didn't exist at that time that I gotten that, that message. And so the timing was perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm just sitting here thinking that is all so beautiful and it's amazing, but we may just have created a big problem that Grant's now going to say, look what God, God's bringing people to me. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's great. Oh, we might just, his head might get a little big. No, but I'll it's so true. Check. Yeah. Keep him in check. Um, no, that's one of the things I love about Grant. He's so in check. He's so humble. And and the reason he started this company was to help people like yourself. And so that timing piece is really 
It's really yeah. amazing. Love that. So let's let's go from that and fast forward nine years. Mm-hmm. Now you're a professional speaker. You could put that stamp next to your name proudly. Yeah. <laughs> when was the moment that you were on stage and you thought, I'm doing this and it feels so damn good? <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it's funny. It was the night that I was in San Diego and I was speaking at this. Um, I, I was basically. an organization hosted me for a prophetic listening workshop. And I was in the throes of sharing and communicating and then giving like the breakout sessions so that they could implement what I taught them. And I just remember standing there at the podium, looking around and looking at all these people who didn't know me from Adam had just met me and they were following what I was teaching and they were implementing it. And they were seeing their lives transformed. And I could just see like the joy on their faces as they were like, oh, this thing exists. This is so cool. And I just remember looking down at my notes and thinking, God, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Like, this is my, this is my sweet spot. I'm doing it. And something that multiple people told me after, after the event was done, you know, they, you have to break out where they come up to you and they say, oh, I really enjoyed it, et cetera. I kept hearing, Michelle, you looked radiant up there. Mm, like you looked oh my radiant. Gosh. You were doing exactly, I could tell that you were doing exactly what you love to do and what you're meant to do. You, you would just glowed as you were doing it and not saying that to toot my own horn or anything, but it was, it just spoke to the fact that I finally was in my, my joy place, my flow, the, the, the thing that God had created me to do, I was finally able to do it. And I, I just, I, I still marvel at it. Every time I have a speaking event, every time I get booked for something, I'm just like, Yay, this is actually working. <laughs> this is still happening. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. I often say like, not that it's easy and not what you're doing has been easy, right? It, it's a journey for everyone. But when someone's like, when, when we spend a lot of time in the struggle, like maybe we need to look a little deeper that maybe we're not looking in the right place. Yeah. And so when you have that clarification that you're, radiant and that you are in the right place and you're doing the work that you've been called to do. It's yeah. very, really affirming on all of the hard work that you put in over the years. So absolutely. Yeah. Talk about yeah. radically blessed. Like that's, that's that moment, right? Yeah. You're walking the, you're walking the talk. That's really, it's really awesome. Hey friends, I got a question for you. Considering where you are in your speaking journey, what are your next steps to take your speaking career to the next level? If your answer is, I I have no idea or I have too many ideas, I don't know where to start. Let me give you what I believe is the best next step that you can take. I want you to book a call with the Speaker Lab team today over at thespeakerlab.com slash coach. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash coach to see if our personalized coaching program is right for you. We have helped literally thousands of speakers from all over the world find and book more speaking gigs, and we'd love to see if we could help you as well. Our personalized coaching program features done-for-you websites, done-for-you demo videos, weekly coaching calls, access to all of our educational content. We find speaking leads specifically for you and so much more. You've got the talent. You've got the drive. Let us give you the plan to execute. All you got to do is book your call today by going to thespeakerlab.com slash coach. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash coach. What? 
what piece of advice would you give to someone who might be listening, thinking, you know, I'd, I'd love to be a speaker too. People tell me all the time that I should speak, mm-hmm. but I, I just don't know how. What, what, yeah. what advice would you give them? I would definitely advise them to, to seriously look at uh, the Speakers Lab and, <clears throat> and the Booked and Paid to Speak program. And I would encourage them to do the research, to um, ask the questions, whatever questions need to happen. But I will say there is a certain point where you just you either need to leap or not. And for me, I, I love the Nike slogan, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, and to make the decision once that if you're going to do it, if you're going to participate, if you're going to step forward in it, that you are going to put your all into it. Because I will say there are some people who um, who I've noticed who would join the program and maybe they'd be gone for six months or then they try to like come back or, you know, they weren't fully into it. Um, and thankfully there was a large enough, um, community that they are totally in it and they are helping each other. And they, and that's one of the things that I loved about the program was that I could connect with key people who, uh, they were doing the work, they were putting the work in, they were learning and they were sharing what they knew with others in the group. And, and I tried to do that as well. Uh, so I would say to anyone who wants to speak and they just don't know the, how you have it right here. You, you have it right here. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're going to do it, be committed to going all the way and, and putting your all in because you will get out of it what you put into it. There's, there's, there are so many programs that people look at and they go, is it worth the investment? Is it worth, is it worth the, is it worth the money, frankly? And mm-hmm. I can say 1000% it is. And I've already made back the money that I invested in doing the program. Um, and now I'm set up to where I can continue to make profit and make a living and, and grow um, in, in this craft because of what um, Grant and your team, what all of you have put into it. I'll also say, show up to the, the group um, coaching sessions, show up. In fact, I, I got just as much from the group coaching sessions as I did from the individual ones, because Um, there were certain things that I definitely needed some individual attention on, but once I was in the group, there were things that were addressed that I thought, oh, I didn't realize that I needed to know that, but I do. (laughs) So I'm making note right now. So anyway, um, that, that's just some, some tips that I would give. Yeah, no, it's so important. I'd also love for you to share how you like organize, like this comes up a lot in the group calls. Like how do you organize your days to be able to, because there, there's people who are running businesses, running businesses and families, running families and going to work and doing this, right? It's not just people sitting back and lounging in the sun, sure. going through the speaker lab. So this question is very common of like, how do you organize your days to be able to get the, the speaker lab content, go through mm-hmm. that um, and also, you know, accelerate through the program. So share, share a little bit about how you went about it. Cause it just seems like you were so on point, so organized. <laughs> yeah. I kind of turbocharged. <laughs> through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So one of the things that I loved about the, the program and that was communicated to me from the start was that this, you could pace it as you needed to, because obviously everyone has a different uh, lifestyle, different schedule, different priorities. Um, for me, I turbocharged it because I am single. I, I own a business. So I, I, um, 
I do have those obligations. But aside from that, I was really, really focused on, on getting the gigs. And, and um, I, I don't want to say that I sped through the program because I, I did do everything in it, but um, yeah, I mean, really good cadence. Really yeah, good. Yeah, I found a really good yeah. cadence. And and what my yeah. personal plan was was I, I went into the vault and I printed out the itinerary, the suggest suggested itinerary. And I looked at it and each page has okay, week one, do this, week two, like and it was suggested. But my I decided that I was gonna do I think two pages or two weeks in one week. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to do week one and two in week one. And then, you know, and so that's kind of how I paced it. Um, and that allowed me to, to, that was the rhythm that worked for me because had I, had I done it slower, um, I, I just didn't want to do it that way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, So I highly recommend that people use the itinerary because it's actually very detailed and make sure that it, it does make sure that you get everything in there. And, um, and then there's even encouragement on the itinerary. Hey, if this hasn't been done yet, don't beat yourself up. Um, and if you need help or if you're stuck, we're here for you because there was a point where I did get stuck. And I think it was, um, I, I got stuck around the topic of, um, of what my, what my talks would be titled, I think. Okay. Yeah. Titles. I started to get, and that's part of the problem when you're really creative, you know, I was like, Oh, I could do this. Or I could do that. I could do that. And finally you just have to go like, I need to just choose something and stick with it and move forward and, and trust mm-hmm. that if I need to edit it eventually that I can do that. But um, yeah, that was, that was my process for scheduling it out. And then during the, the day, what I decided to do was just look at my planner and say, okay, this is my goal for this week. Where can I fit it into my schedule, given that I have my business obligations as well? And so I just graphed my time and, uh, and made sure that I was addressing all the, the item points. And the nice thing about the videos is that they're not, they're not so long that you feel like you have to take two hours or you know right. an hour to watch it. They're actually broken down in such a way that you can easily absorb the information and, and move on. Grant doesn't he's not superfluous in, in his teachings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's great. And, and it is, it, it really does depend on each individual person, but the fact that you downloaded, you're calling the itinerary, which I love, but it's like the hundred day roadmap. And, and you, you, you made that your, your navigation through the program. And that was the goal of that, right? Yeah. That was the, that's the goal of that roadmap to really help students understand where they should start, where they go next. And if they do get stuck, it's okay. Like we're human. We can, we can course correct at any time. So I I, I love that. Yeah. I love that you did that and that you found that, that helpful. It's super important. So I think the lesson there is like, have a plan, you know, like you've invested this money and now you, you don't, it doesn't just stop with the the credit card right now. You have to invest the time and, and do the work. So important. It's really critical. Um, so talk to us about what's been happening in your speaking business since you've quote unquote graduated your elite program. Yeah. So, um, in fact, I, I booked my, my first gig while I was in the program, which was awesome. Awesome. So, um, and, and I actually, you see that a lot with other students in the program who are doing the work, they are booking as they're doing the work for Mm -hmm. me. Um, the one, the one booking that I got in in San Diego actually turned into three 
because just through word of mouth um, and seeing my demo reel. And that was uh, super helpful with the website and the demo reel and, and all of the work that you helped us set up so that uh, I actually didn't have to speak with the, the other two. I, I got in on referral alone. So awesome. Like they checked out the website, they checked out the demo reel. They're like, okay, you're in, let's go. So um, great. And they were paid. <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah. So, but since then, um, I am currently, I'm working my pipeline and that's something that students will learn about. Um, and I have, uh, negotiations for, um, 10, uh, speaking gigs that are coming up. And right now we're looking, focusing more towards, uh, 2022, obviously, since we're at the end of 2021. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm looking at a few gigs in New Hampshire, um, a couple of gigs in New York and nice. um, possibly going back to, to California, um, in the spring. So I'm really excited about that. And, um, when I'm not working on, on my pipeline and my speaking pipeline. Um, I have my, my business, the center for prophetic listening. And, uh, it's nice because I didn't realize that this would happen, but the two are kind of going hand in hand where I'm going to speaking events and then people come up and they're like, Oh, we, <laughs> this, this correlates with your business. Like let's, let's try that. So, um, Love that. It's, it's awesome because there's this nice symbiotic relationship. Yeah. So tell us more about the, the coaching. What, what are you doing with the, the coaching business? Tell us more about that. Sure. So uh, the Center for Prophetic Listening, it is basically a, a Christian coaching agency, and we help people discover how they best hear God. So different people have different ways of hearing God speak to them. Uh, some people hear the still small voice where it's kind of like their thought, but um, it's not their thought. <laughs> and then um, some people have visions, other people um, have impressions, more like feelings and that sort of thing. So we help them discover what's your primary listening style. And then we have coaches that are trained and certified to come alongside our clients and listen um, with them to God's voice specifically for their life situations and their goals and their purpose. And Mm -hmm. we come alongside of them, um, to get God's instruction for their lives. And then we hold them accountable to being obedient to whatever it is that he is telling them to do, um, or not do. (laughs) And as we hold them accountable and we, we kind of, um, come alongside of them and, and help them, um, move forward in God's best for them. And we have had clients um, from France, from Kenya, South Africa, all over the States. That's the beauty of Zoom. Yes, <laughs> so, of course. Um, all of it's virtual. And uh, and it's been a really, really awesome adventure. I started this less than two years ago, and we've already served um, close to 100 clients. And now nice. we're starting a new members club um, where people can get advantage, take advantage of this for only 150 a month. Nice. I love it. That's amazing. I really, I think that's awesome. So cool. So in terms of being out on the speaking beat on the trail, um, what are some lessons there? Like with traveling and remembering your talk and and all that stuff that people get so anxious about. Talk to us about that. You know, um, (laughs) I'm glad that you brought that up. So, um, (laughs) And that's one of the things that I loved about the program was that it was so thorough when it came to um, negotiating travel and what are your accommodations and and what do you want to have happen um, in this process for for traveling and speaking because sometimes we're afraid to speak up for ourselves and, Mm -hmm. and sometimes we don't consider the different things that we would need. Do I need a handheld mic? Do I need, um, you know, uh, uh, an independent mic piece? Like what are the things that I that I need to have happen? 
And it was interesting. I had one speaking gig where the gentleman, he was, he was an older, older gentleman. And he kind of just like kept me, kept talking to me, kept talking, talking, talking right before my speaking, right before it was time for me to go up. And I just was like, you're not giving me any time to prepare, are you? <laughs> so thankfully I already had it prepared. I already had it on my laptop and everything. <laughs> but oh um, literally there was maybe two minutes where he had to go up and introduce me and I could quickly boot up my computers, <laughs> pull up everything. Um, so my encouragement to people is to be prepared and just make note between gigs, what works for you, what didn't. Um, <clears throat> thankfully I have not had any I haven't had any type of disasters really, um, or horror stories. There was one situation where, um, my notes, my, my computer screen briefly froze. Um, and with that, I just, I ad-libbed and, you know, I I actually, I think what I did was I asked the audience a question and I said, this isn't rhetorical, like raise your hand. You know what I mean? Oh, got (laughs) it. um, And then by the time that was done, I got back in the groove of it. But yeah, I, I really enjoy traveling. I love speaking. Otherwise I wouldn't be doing it. Right. And it's been um, a really fun adventure to see the mechanics of it because you don't realize how much goes into it when you're just watching a speaker come up. You're just like, yeah. oh, you're just there. <laughs> you're amazing. How do you do that? Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's an interesting um, thing to touch on because I don't think people realize the importance of getting into the mental headspace of you're about to take the stage or you're about to go on virtual Yep. Uh, to an audience of people. And so what are some of the things that you do to, to get yourself in that headspace of like, okay, I need to, I need to deliver this. I need to make an impact. I need to hold the space for this audience and drive yeah. these points home. How do you, how do you get into staged mindset? Um, for me personally, that is a lot easier just because I like it. <laughs> right. Um, it's not something that I get nervous about. Um, and frankly, when I go, when I, when I do go up on stage, I tend to think of the people in the crowd as like friends that, that I haven't met yet. Well, I <laughs> so, love that. Um, yeah, I just, I just tend to believe like, Oh, you know, I already like them and they're going to like me. And, uh, and if I'm wrong, then Hey, whatever. <laughs> but, yeah. um, as far as right before I go up to it, something that I do like to do is, um, if, when I have the chance <laughs> is go back, um, like to the bathroom or backstage and just take a moment to, um, to pray personally Mm -hmm. for me, I I like to pray and just, um, ask God to put the right words in my mouth and keep the wrong words out. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) and I thank him for the opportunity. And then I also pray for the people that I'm going to be speaking to Mm. and, um, just praying that they're impacted and that they receive what, whatever it is that they're meant to receive from me in that time. And, uh, this was something that I, I'd always done, but I found it especially helpful on one occasion because right before, uh, a speaking gig that I had, I found out that my grandmother had passed and, um, and of course the, just the emotions were pretty (laughs) volatile at that point. Um, and I just remember praising and praying and, you know, I had a little bit of a cry, uh, and then wiped my tears, checked my makeup. And I just thank God for what was about to happen. And I went on stage and it was amazing. And it ended up being a wonderful, 
um, a wonderful time, but you never, you never know what's going to happen right before you go on stage. You can't control that. What you can't right. control is how you're going to respond and, um, and knowing yourself well enough to know this is what I need in this moment to carry the peace that, that comes with, with whatever I'm about to do. Mm. Yeah, that's tough. You know, I had that, that question yesterday from a student, like, what happens if I have to cancel? And mm. I'm like, well, nothing should make you cancel. <laughs> like, you have to show up for every gig, you know, mm. like, unless it's so tragic. And so like, it, and, and I mean, this is what Grant teaches too. like, you make every gig. Yeah. Uh, he was sharing a story how like he could not get a flight out of Illinois and he literally rented a car and he drove seven hours, eight hours, yeah. whatever it was to get there, you know? So, um, you know, it's a great example of how like the show must go on mm-hmm. um, because you've been, you've been hired to give people an opportunity to hear something that they need to hear. And that's takes, takes you being selfless and takes uh, a certain level of craft and skill to be able to shut that part of the brain off and put on that like stage mind or speaker mind and, and, mm-hmm. and deliver, deliver the good. So uh, that, that's an amazing lesson that you learned about your strength and your, your courage to be able to persevere, which is incredible. Um, so I'd love to know, and this might be hard because there's so much that we could share if somebody was in front of you right now and they were becoming a speaker and you had to give them, you only had one piece of advice that you could give. I know that's hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> such a, such a podcast question, but what, what advice would you give to that, that person? I mean, maybe let's pretend they're like a little Michelle. They're like a go-getter. They're going to do this. You know, they're going to do this, but if they hear this, it might just take them right accelerated the whole success. Mm. Are they already in the program? Yeah, we'll pretend they're in the program. Okay. We'll pretend they're in the program. Okay. Um, mm. One piece of one piece of advice. One. I know. I know. Um, no, it's, it's, it's a good question. <laughs> it's definitely a good <laughs> podcast question. Um, <laughs> I would say to be very mindful of how you present yourself. Um, like I said earlier, there were gigs that I received that I, that I booked based off of my presentation alone and they never, they didn't meet me. They didn't know who I was. And anytime that somebody, anytime an event organizer books a speaker, it is a risk on their part. They are, they are taking a chance unless they've Mm -hmm. booked you before, or they've seen you and they know, okay, this person's golden. They really don't know. And when you're a new speaker, no one knows you. (laughs) Right. um, I would say that uh, presentation is absolutely important from your demo to your website, to knowing uh, who you are addressing, knowing what you want to speak about. we live in a world where people, they, they make their, their decisions based off of their impressions. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. So I would tell uh, a mini Michelle, (laughs) make sure that everything is clean, spick and span, double check your, your writing, your editing, even your emails that you send out. Uh, Cause if there are typos in there and someone notices, they're like, Hmm, I don't know if I, if I really want to hire you. Uh, All of those things 
matter, not to be obsessive about it to the point where you don't do anything or you're stuck in analysis paralysis, but, Mm -hmm. um, just to have a healthy awareness of yourself, how you want to present yourself, what you want your image to be, um, so that you can align with people who appreciate that. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's powerful. Your presentation of, of your brand, because you do become a brand as a speaker. Um, and so that that's really important. And you know firsthand how that brand has supported you. I mean, one gig led to three gigs because of your brand. So that's yep. really, really powerful. Um, okay, so where can people find you? They can find me on propheticlistening.com. And uh, I'm also on Facebook under um, Prophetic Listening. <laughs> Pretty simple, straightforward. And, uh, and Instagram as well, same username. So uh, if, you, if you search Prophetic Listening, you will find Michelle. That's awesome. Well, Michelle, this has been incredible. I know that there's people out there that are going to listen to this and be inspired um, and motivated to take some action in their own uh, potential speaking business, right? It's not always easy. You and I are not saying that, but it's work. It is. It's work. And, And I think through these stories, like listening to students and to people who have been there and done that, um, you know, you're, you're an everyday person. You're not someone who, you know, had, had uh, somebody who set this all up for you. You did the work and you're reaping the benefits. And so it is possible. And I I think that these stories from our students, especially from you um, are powerful in that way to really help people know that this is possible for them, but they have to say yes to themselves. And -hmm. it's a financial, emotional, and time commitment, all those things. So Um, anything else you want to add? Any last words, comments? I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to uh, the speaker lab. I want to say thank you uh, to, to you, Mary Alice. You, um, you and I have had several one-on-ones where you have helped me tremendously with putting my stuff together and, and really coming up with my brand identity. And uh, I'm so grateful that this program uh, exists and that I was able to be a part of it. And anything I can do to help spread the word about it, I'm, I'm here for. So. You're awesome. We thank you. Thanks so much (laughs) for being with us today. My pleasure. (laughs) All right, there you go. Hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Speaker Lab podcast. And before you take off, don't forget if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a rating and review within iTunes. We read every single one of those. It helps it helps other people to find the show. Listen, we we don't charge anything for you to listen to these. We don't have any ads or anything. We do this because we want to serve and support speakers like you. So one small favor we ask of you is that you would leave us some type of a rating and review. Again, we really, really do appreciate that. If you're looking for more help, support as a speaker as you build and grow your business at whatever stage you're at, don't forget to check out thespeakerlab.com, thespeakerlab.com. We got a ton of free resources and tools over there. So again, check it out over at thespeakerlab.com. All right, my friends, that wraps up today's episode. We appreciate you hanging out with us. We'll catch you next time. You're awesome.